2: Real with women who inspire us. The three of us together have a lot of experience discussing real issues that affect real women. Now we're giving you a chance to actually hear how we talk about the topics in the newsroom behind the scenes here on the Oklahoma Women Want to Know podcast. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Oklahoma Women Want to Know. Ashley Afdal says that she is just a girl who's chasing her dreams and checkered flags. Ashley started racing dirt carts when she was 17 and quickly jumped behind the wheel racing micro sprint cars. Ashley is rounding racetracks all over the country and just raced in the Tulsa shootout. We'll meet Ashley in just a minute, but first I'm Jen Townley, co-host of the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter on 1023 KRMG Tulsa's
0: News and Talk. And I'm Crystal Kelly, a reporter at KRMG.
2: Ashley, can you just
1: introduce yourself for us? Yeah, hi, I'm Ashley Aftal, and I race micro sprints originally from uh, Arizona and just recently moved here to Oklahoma.
0: Well, we're happy to have you here. So tell us how you fell in love with the sport of racing.
1: So I kind of grew up going to the racetrack. My dad took me when I was eight years old. He kind of just said, let's get out of the house, took me and my siblings. And honestly, I just kind of fell in love with it from there. Um, There was only one female competing at the time. So this was probably what, like 10, 15 years ago or so. And um, I just thought it was the coolest thing that there was only one female and she raced micro sprints. And it was just something that I got hooked onto really quickly. Um, But racing is very expensive. So as I got older, it was something I always wanted to do but my dad always told me it was something that he would support me emotionally but couldn't support me financially so I kind of just still went to the racetrack and then got into actually doing like YouTube videos and becoming a beauty guru I thought maybe I'll just get away from the racing bug and do something completely opposite then I got sucked back
2: in (laughs) years later so what is it about the racing that you just love so much. Is there like a certain like aspect of it?
1: Uh, you know, it's kind of a mix of a lot of things. I think racing itself is an addiction. Like just when you're behind the wheel, that's the old saying: helmet on, world off. Not nothing else exists. Um, but I think a huge part for me is just when I got into the sport, being a female and stuff like that. It was the addiction of proving people wrong quickly became more of an addiction than racing itself. You know, I love the horsepower and being behind the wheel, but Uh, Quickly over the years just being able to prove people that girls can compete is something
2: that kind of hooked me more With saying that just now, what is it when you get to the racetrack, and if I'm saying the wrong terminology for things, please correct me, (laughs) I don't want to say anything wrong, when you get there and you are one of the only, you're not the only woman now, right? There are some other. So what is the response you get from the men that are out there, whether it's the other drivers or the fans, just in general, or one or the other, both?
1: Yeah. So when I first got into racing, I did a go-kart and I think it was, I had a lot harder time. Um, I raced with men that were 40 years old and I was the only female. So I was 17 years old racing with 40 year old men and they did not like that. At first it was, Hey, um, it's so cool that you're competing. Let me help you. And then when I quickly became competitive, it was, Hey, if you finish in front of me, I will turn you and I will flip you and I'll put you in a hospital. You don't deserve to be here on the track. Your name will never be known among these walls. So just pack up and go home while you're ahead. Um, so then when I, you know, quickly got into micros, I got kind of a different response every now and then, you know, I have people try to wreck me and they'll tell me to my face, you know, I didn't, I did it blatantly purposely because I don't want you to finish in front of me, but it's a lot different now, I think because I've been earning the respect of other drivers. You know, when I came to micros, I came from go-karts. I didn't race with all of them. You know, it's very niched where people race go-karts, outlaw karts together. And they're doing micros and sprint cars. It's the same group of people. We're now moving, you know, from Arizona here to Oklahoma. I'm a, you know, completely brand new. So it's just earning the respect of the drivers and
0: things like that. So how much fun is it, honestly, to beat these guys?
1: Oh, it's a blast. You know, I think, <laughs> you know, and, the, and there's times like, you know, the Tulsa shootout and things like that, that when you, when you are a female in racing, it's, I would say it's a lot harder because the pressure is turned way, way more up. You know what I mean? Like you can have a guy out there finish last place and no one really turns their head. You know, it's like, oh, Joe Schmo finished last. Who cares? You go out there and you finish last. And It can be your first race ever and people expect so much out of you. And then it's quickly like, hey, yeah, you don't deserve to be out here. You're just a girl, you know spinning out just typical girl things they don't belong in the sport so I think once you get past that and then you actually can compete and win heat races even if I finish fifth and I, and I beat a guy that told me you know you don't belong here that's that's a win in my books
2: yeah it is the whole um threatening aspect of telling you that they're gonna flip your car and I know flipping the car is part of the th- mm-hmm. part of it but to put you in the hospital I mean that seems really just threatening and horrible Yeah, I think I learned really at a
1: young age, like 17 years old, I just learned that, first of all, I don't think a grown man should ever speak to somebody, a female like that, but I just learned, I guess, really early on that no matter what you're doing in life, when you're doing better than somebody that they wish they were doing what you were doing, they'll hate on you. Obviously, that's an extreme version of it, but I just learned at a young age that um, that's just, I guess... I'm putting myself in a very male dominated industry so I always knew there was going to be some type of heat from it I mean I guess when I was a kid I played flag football and I was the only female out there I never really thought anything of it and I got older and I was like oh racing being the only girl could be kind of fun but definitely it's definitely a different toll that I think a lot of people don't talk about every motorsports avenues a little bit differently I think every female takes it has different I guess what the word is everyone has their own different route and path Um, but I guess learned really early on that they probably weren't going to want me out there, but it wasn't going to stop me.
0: Are there other women that you have met through this that you've kind of bonded with over things like that?
1: Um, Yes and no. I think uh, for me, I had a a, like I said, a very different route from other people. Uh, I started very late, you know, in the game, I was 17 years old. People are now starting to race before they can even walk. <laughs> They're two years old out there. So, um, there are a few other females, like I said, every, every avenues a little bit differently. I think in Arizona, the go-kart racing was a lot harder than, you know, other places. They were a lot harder on me. So, I mean, I haven't really, I've met a lot of females and stuff, but I think everybody's, you know, path's a little bit different.
2: What was it? You so you were from Arizona, you recently moved to Oklahoma. Did you move to Oklahoma for racing? Was it for something completely different? Why did you come here for racing? For racing.
1: Uh, yeah, Arizona kind of dying out for dirt track racing and racing in general. And uh, racing, like I said, is something that I've been trying to chase since I was eight years old. And it's something I've always wanted to do. So to pack up and move, you know, 1800 miles, it's a it's a no brainer. And here it's the Mecca of micros, you know, it's we have the Tulsa shootout here. And it's where you have to be in order to get better. And it's something that I just want to do. So I knew I had to come here. Can you explain, sorry, I just interrupted.
2: Can you explain the difference between what it is that you're doing compared to say what some mainstream stuff is? Like when you say the dirt track racing, what is that exactly? Or what does that look like? So as in like the different cars and everything like yeah, that? Yeah, compared to say, because we have the Tulsa Shootout, mm-hmm. we have the Chilla Bowl, which is something completely different. Yeah. I mean, other people think of Formula One or NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What is your sport?
1: So I race micro sprints. So they're 600cc, 636cc um, street bike motor. So I run a Yamaha motor. Um, and then you have sprint cars, which are obviously the bigger version. That's why they call them micro sprints because they're little. Um, and then you have midgets after that. And so they're just kind of like a stepping stone. You have micro sprints, midgets, which are a little bit bigger, um, and then sprint cars. And that's just kind of like the dirt track racing world. You also have, you know, late models and things like that. And then obviously the pavement world is, you know, pavement, late models, NASCAR, formula one.
0: Do you have any aspirations to drive bigger cars?
1: If I could, I would have. You know, Porsche G three. They want me to go ride a asphalt. <laughs> you know, I would say dirt. Who? I'll I'll, I'll change the pavement. Um, but no, I think when I was really young, I really put a lot of pressure. When I was you know seventeen, I was like, I'm gonna do two years of go karts. I'm gonna do a year of micros and sprint cars, and then you know, and I'll, I'll make it. You know, and then NASCAR. And that's kind of always you know you want to be really optimistic. But then you know, as I got older, now I'm 24 and you know, just moving to Oklahoma, I'm, I guess, content driving micros. Like I'm happy with what I'm doing. And if I have the opportunity to, to move up and do midgets, I a hundred percent would take it. If I could drive sprint cars or short course trucks, you'll put me in a trophy truck and I'll go door bang with some boys. Okay. (laughs) Um, I would hundred percent do it. But you know, right now I think I'm, I've finally gotten to the point where I'm micros are so competitive that I'm just, you know, enjoying the process and, and enjoying being here. Have
0: you had any accidents?
1: Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> quite Quite a few. I, I don't have enough fingers to count. Um, no, and I don't old track out in arizona i had a a few wrecks like i said being a female anytime i was top three they would just take me out so it caused a lot of money um to be spent damaging cars but i'd say probably a couple weeks ago or a couple was like a month ago um i probably had my worst wreck it was actually a guy in front of me was a guy racing arizona (laughs) and his car broke so we were ripping the top you know going 80 plus miles an hour and went to a dead stop climbed his right rear and flipped four times so that's probably the worst worst one i've had what
2: goes through your mind
1: at that point, because that just sounds completely horrifying. I think because I've, you know, gotten in some bad wrecks, it wasn't, I wasn't as scared. Like when I first got in my first wreck, it was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then you kind of get numb to it. That sounds really bad, but you're just like, yeah, you know, it's uh, flipping is a part of, part, of part, of, part of the sport. You know, it's always about, you know, not when it's about if and how bad, you know, you're going to get hurt. So when I was flipping at Port City Raceway here in Oklahoma at the time, you know, like my GoPro, like I flip up my visor because I really didn't think I was going to flip so many times because I've never wrecked that bad. So it was more just like, I kind of just like zoomed zoned out and didn't really realize what was happening Um, and then I hit my knees really hard together and that was kind of the main the main thing but other than that I was I was fine and after that I hopped back on wheels and said okay I'm gonna take the next day off because I'm a little sore and get back on the horse. What kind of injuries have you had? I've had a couple concussions, but other than that, um, just sore backs, you know, the typical, but other than that, I think concussions are probably my, my worst one. I got in a wreck. It was like a, I got in one wreck and I hit the wall at, in a, at Adobe. And then the following weekend I had a pin come out of my rear end, out of my Jacob's ladder. So I slammed the car really hard, which is always like the worst cause it's the whiplash. So I think those two together caused a pretty good concussion. Um, and at that point it was kind of like, you know, when you get injured, you're like, man, do I, is it? worth it you know what i mean like i had to you know go to a lot of you know chiropractor appointments and really just train my brain that just to keep going you know what i mean because like if you get in a car accident or whatever you may do your brain and automatic response is not to do it again so i really try to train and, and put myself back in the car so my brain wouldn't shut off and not want to do it again
0: so with these cars, there's a lot of maintenance. Mm-hmm. Do you do that maintenance or do you have people help you with that?
1: So for my team, it's just my boyfriend and I, he runs micros as well. He normally runs non-wing. I run wing and it's just me and him. So we both kind of tag team everything. Um, he takes care of a lot of things. Uh, and then I take care of like kind of the other half, you know, oil changes, stuff like that, setting the car up. I do shocks. He does, you know, tires and, and whatnot. But yeah, it's just me and
2: him and traveling, traveling around together. When you moved to Oklahoma to get into the Oklahoma scene, what was the difference between being in Arizona to Oklahoma, whether it's the feel, the fans, the competitors, what's it like being in Oklahoma? Man, it's it's
1: definitely surreal. I think sometimes it doesn't hit me that I've, I've moved here. It's kind of like if you were to race your local track and then you go race Daytona. That's kind of what I, the equivalent of Oklahoma is. You know, the caliber of, of drivers is insane, you know a C main here is our A main back home like the the competition is on another level and that's why you see people at the Tulsa shootout they're all from Oklahoma a lot of the top guys cuz it's just the competit competitiveness is to a, a completely different degree and the fans are like NASCAR fans you know they're they're really into the sport and things like that so it's it's definitely really a different crazy
0: difference so what is your next Race that's coming up.
1: Uh, Right now, I think we'll kind of focus on Port City Raceway here in Oklahoma. Will be our main home track, and I think they start at the beginning of March. Um, And then we'll kind of just hit a bunch of different other places. Indiana has US twenty four, Sweet Springs in Missouri, and kind of just pick kind of races where we want to go. And but mainly just try to get some seat time here in Oklahoma. How do
0: you practice for something like this? Because I know you don't just get in the car and do it like.
1: You do. <laughs> okay. My my second, third race ever was actually the Tulsa shootout. So when I first learned to drive, um, I Tony put me in the car and he said, go run with the wolves. And uh, yeah, you kind of just get in. And the main thing I was always worried about was shifting because I never shifted anything and you have to shift in them because they're motorcycle engines. Um, but yeah, you kind of just go out there
2: and, you know, hope for the best. <laughs> Would you say that this is your side hustle, your your main job do you do something else as well you did say that it's really expensive to maintain these cars and stuff oh right now i'm just
1: kind of you know we just moved out here and things like that so kind of just trying to get my bearings being here in oklahoma um but back home i in arizona i was a coffee manager i managed a coffee shop and stuff like that so i got all my tip money and put it towards tires and um but you know doing social media is a big aspect and and marketing when i got into it i knew Um, Being a first-generation racer and my dad not being able to afford for me to race social media had to be my number one and marketing I had to really learn how to market myself and get sponsorships So that kind of plays a huge role in what I'm doing day-to-day is reaching out to companies talking to companies and getting people on board So I can keep racing So you're having to learn the business aspect of it aside
2: from the sport.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. It's a, it's 110% all the time. You know, it's, I always say it's 90% what you're doing off track and 10% what you're doing in the car. Um, You know, like I said, you know, a lot of people just can show up, but for me, it's a,
0: it's a whole, whole thing. So what have you, what do you want to do that you haven't tried yet?
1: Oh, what have I? That's a tough one. I don't know. I, I would like to drive a sprint car. I think that would be that would be a blast or a trophy truck, I think would be just something completely different and, and out of the ordinary. So if I could do that, I think that
0: would be, be a lot of fun. Do you speed in your regular car?
1: <laughs> yes and no. I do, but... I'm terrified of, you know, when I get pulled over, I'm the person that panics. Like I get pulled over and take my seatbelt off. I'm like, Mm. please don't. I would not last a day in jail. Are you kidding me? You see me? No, that, no. Neither would we. Yeah. I could speed. Not that I would go to jail, but I'm just I'm not good with that stuff. I'll just, I'll say what I did wrong. You know what I mean? So I try to speed, but not nothing too crazy. So yeah. So you're not going
2: to take the police officer on a race?
0: No. Oh gosh, no. (laughs) Well, I'm sure they appreciate that.
2: (laughs) That is true. That is true. So what, um, what are you looking at down the road with your career? You know, I think just enjoying
1: where I'm at a, a huge part of my racing is just the fan aspect. And I think, you know, getting other females involved in, in the motorsports world is huge for me. Obviously, I love being on the track and, and racing. But when you take racing away, uh, being able to communicate with, you know, parents that have kids that want to get into racing uh, is a huge part for me. So if I can, you know, eventually do something like that, where I'm either, you know, have a car and I can help somebody get an opportunity in racing, because ultimately, you know, Tony gave me the opportunity. Opportunity to race. I came out of go-karts and I always wanted to do micros, but you know, it's, you're talking a $2,000 go-kart to a $40,000 micro sprint. So to do that is, is very difficult. And, uh, I knew Tony from racing go-karts and he put on the go-kart club and a few years ago, he lost his wife and son in a car accident and he kept, he got into micro sprints cause his son raced them and it was something that he wanted to carry on his you know son's legacy. And so I kind of helped him, you know, change tires and and go out and, and help them get on the track and then a uh, little bit after that, he got me a micro and it was, you know, didn't have power steering. It was, it was an old rusty tin can. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Um, but I did that for a little bit and then we upgraded and stuff like that. He wanted to, you know, prove that I wanted to be in the sport. So I think if I can return the favor and be able to give somebody else that opportunity, I think would be huge for me.
2: Do little girls come out to the races? Like when you were a little girl, do you see you in the stands? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We uh, the Tulsa shootout is kind of our main place. We have a lot. lot of little girls come up. Uh, I had a little girl come up and she was a huge fan. So I took some of my old go-kart gloves and signed them and, and gave them to her. And mm-hmm. I try to really go beyond, you know, for the kids in the sports, because, you know, when I got into racing and I met the only female, you know, that's why my number is 42 is because that was her number. So if I never, you know, went in the pits and she took the time to, you know, explain what a micro sprint was, sit in the car, I probably wouldn't be addicted as I am now. So uh, for me, it's really taking the time, even if you have a bad night, a, a good night, like the fan aspect is probably the
2: main why on, and why I keep going. Okay. Well where can um, where can people find you if they want to be your fan or wanna see you race? Yeah, you can just go on AshleyAftall.com is as kind of the main hub. Um, but then
1: you can also go just Ashley on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can't miss my car. It's
2: Bright Mint with a neon pink forty two number. Nice. <laughs> um... We
0: love pink here.
2: <laughs> well, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us on Oklahoma Women Want to Know. And join us next week. And don't forget to hit subscribe. Thank you for joining us once again on Oklahoma Women Want to Know. Tune in each Wednesday at 5 a.m. for the latest episode and don't forget to drop us a review.